from KQED. You're listening to Queued Up. I'm Ryan Levy. Today, I've got two stories for you, both from KQED's tech reporter Sam Harnett, both about those buzziest of buzzwords, the gig economy. The first one has to do with what are called supercommuters. You know, when you get into a Lyft or an Uber and your driver tells you that they actually live in like Sacramento or Stockton, but they commute in to drive in the Bay Area? They're supercommuters. And Sam's first story is about them. Oh yeah, I've got my trusty Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> Jody Collins drives from Sacramento almost every weekend to do hair and makeup for people living in the Bay Area. She's 32 years old and works for Glam Squad and Stylebeat, apps where people can order stylists like her on demand. In between, Jody drives for Lyft. Her trunk is filled with snacks, water, makeup, and other essentials. And I've got a blanket back there and some flats just in case the shoes that I wear suck. <laughs> the blanket is in case she needs to take a nap. Her Saturdays are long. I woke up at 4.45, um, left Sacramento around 6.30 to get here around 8. And what time is it right now? It's like 11.30. So uh, it's been kind of a long day so far, but I've still got a long rest of the day to go. Jody's in the middle of doing hair for seven women in a wedding party. Okay. Or do you want to have your makeup done first? After this, Jody has two more clients. Then she'll drive Lyft until about midnight. And sometimes she stays in the city to do another marathon workday on Sunday. But tonight she's going back to Sacramento. She'll get home at around 2 a.m., 21 hours after she first woke up. Do you want me to recurl some of your pieces over there? Sure. Jody says she hopes this gig work is just a stepping stone for her. Uh, I mean, I've got really, really big dreams. Uh, as an entrepreneur, you know, I have big dreams to have a business called Jody's Little Gems. Her own stylist business. It's been her goal since she started doing makeup as a teenager. But it's hard to think about that when she's fighting just to stay afloat. I've still got the $20,000 debt from cosmetology school. Um, you know, I've had, I've had some car issues. Jody's thankful for the business through the apps, but she says there's no safety net for her. If one tiny thing goes wrong, it can derail her whole 18-hour workday and wipe out her profits. And lots can go wrong. Speeding ticket, carpool lane ticket, <laughs> um, flat tires. Um, I actually got my car stolen last year in the city while I was doing a bridal trial. On top of all that, she says the apps often charge her if she misses an appointment. Jody wishes she could have a full-time job while she tries to start her business. But those jobs won't give her the flexibility she needs. And she needs a lot of flexibility because of her brother. Hi, Jeffrey. Can you say hi, Sam? Hi, hi Jeffrey. Say hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi. After working in San Francisco on weekends, Jody heads to her mom's to help take care of her 40-year-old brother, Jeffrey. When Jody's mom was pregnant with Jeffrey, she had listeriosis. It's an intense bacterial infection that can cause birth defects. He's had over 28 brain surgeries. He's had like nine hip and femur surgeries. His cerebral palsy was so bad at a certain point where it was just curling his bones and making his legs go Indian style. You know, pneumonia every winter and ICU, ICU, ICU. Jeffrey spends his life in a daybed. Jody helps change his diapers and move him to refresh the bedding. And of course, she does his hair. I just gave him a haircut the other day, faded his hair up real nice. Jody and Jeffrey listen to music together. He has a radio on the table in front of him, and he turns the dial to search for the songs he likes. When he finds one, he dances with his hands. It's right now. I'm trying to. Ooh, that's a good one right there. Can I dance? Yeah, yeah, let's dance. Can I dance? Yeah! You can dance, baby. Come on. After taking care of Jeffrey, Jody heads back to her car. She's going to drive home to finally spend some time alone. 
I do think about it sometimes, like, where my career would have been at this point in my life if, if I didn't have this much responsibility. And to be really fair to myself, I, I think I, I would have been, you know, like, better off in a certain sense, but then again, not. Because I wouldn't be the actual person with the morals and values and goals and work ethic that I do have. Jody wishes she didn't have to choose between being there for her brother and having a full-time job. But right now, she'll keep being an on-demand super commuter, heading to the Bay Area every weekend to make ends meet. Now, if you didn't know that there were apps where you could call up a personal stylist, you might also be surprised to find out that there are dog walking apps, too. This is your dog. He needs to walk while you're at work today. That's where Wag comes in, people. Wag at Rover.com, we're the dog care second only to you, dog people, with the largest network of five-star sitters. The one called Wag, it recently got $300 million from Saudi Arabian investors. So how is an old-fashioned appless dog walker supposed to compete? As Sam found out in this next story, it's not easy. Bill Peacock built his dog walking business through a series of branding shticks, most of them cowboy themed. Hi there, I'm William Peacock, Wild Bill Peacock, the dog wrangler, AKA the cowboy poop fairy princess. He has steer horns bolted to the top of his truck and a musical car horn to excite his canine companions. Bill charges around $25 per dog, walks up to a dozen at a time, and does two runs a day. He knows each and every one of his dogs by name. So Sue, Mulberry, Callie, Barney, Trucks, Howdy, Daisy, McDuff. They Lala. have individual theme songs. After more than a decade in the business, Bill now has competition from on-demand walking services like Rover and Wag. They both run the typical gig model, hiring contractors who are paid per walk and ordered on a phone. They take single dogs for 30 to 60 minute on-leash walks. I see them walking around the block with their cell phones out, taking video of their leash walk around the block. Bill does not send his human clients videos of their dogs. But a few years ago, he did do something similar to these apps. He tried to grow his business with the kind of contractor business models that the app companies use. He'd married another dog walker who had an MBA, and they started hiring contractors. Uh, we sort of exploded. I had six vehicles with steer horns on the roof. But he says some of his workers felt they were employees, not contractors, which means they would get overtime and protections like workers' comp. Bill says he couldn't provide that. So they filed complaints with the Department of Labor and won. Um, they fined us $18,000. Bill says they had to stop using contractors. So they tried to do the business with full-time employees, but he says they couldn't make a profit. We got hammered, and it, it, it folded the business, and we were, you know, the kind of business America supposedly wants, husband and wife. Contract workers with WAG and Rover have not filed complaints with the California Department of Labor. But it's not likely they would, because they signed mandatory arbitration agreements. That means they're obligated to handle issues with the company behind closed doors. Meanwhile, with this independent contractor model, these companies are expanding, while Bill's business attempt collapsed. I know, there's two humans here. You guys are going to freak out. He's tall and he's hairy. There's a tall, hairy man with me today. I know, it's okay. Please don't, please don't try to kill him, Addy. After what happened, Bill isn't going to try and grow his business again. 
He's just trying to survive by offering something different than the apps, a more personal dog walking experience. Mulberry, come on, these are good hills. We gotta show him how we play fetch on the hill. Come here. Bill does things Stop like take ball, a pack Mulberry. of his dogs on an off-leash walk on the coast. Oh, oh howdy, you paying attention? Okay, we're gonna go up there. These are the kind of walks dogs really need, Bill says. Not just a cruise around the block or neighborhood. He's learned he won't build a multi-million dollar company giving these walks. But he hopes dog owners will continue to see the value in what he brings as the on-demand dog walking companies grow. Thanks so much to KQD Sam Harnett for reporting these stories. If you want more Sam and more stories about how tech is changing our lives, he was a guest on a great episode of KQD's podcast, The Bay, where he and host Devin Kadiyama went around the mission to find out how food delivery apps are actually changing how restaurants do business. The episode is called For Here or To Go, The Rise of Food Delivery Apps in SF, and you can find it and the rest of The Bay's catalog right in this very podcast app. I'm Ryan Levy. Have a good week.